I'm Tierra Drake and I'm the founder of Girls on Another Level. In a nutshell, Girls on Another Level aims to progressively empower women who are a catalyst for success. It is my mission to highlight African American women who are well established in their careers. What is needed are inspiring and real stories from women who have experienced things and can help guide other young women on their desired career path. My passion is to explore women's stories and what it really takes for women to be successful. The goal is to elevate and inspire the minds of women while they navigate their journey to a beneficial future. With the voice God gave me, I am committed to helping others become a girl on another level. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Girls on Another Level. Today, I'm not bringing you guys a scripture, but I stumbled across a passage on Instagram and I thought it was fitting for kind of the theme that we have going here for all of my my guests I've had this season. I'm just kind of having that spirit of not giving up, you know, after the first try and just continuing to have that perseverance to persist through. So I thought this would be perfect. So the passage is titled A Prayer to Not Quit. So it states, sometimes as you're walking to the dream that you and God talk about, you will walk through valleys that feel like nightmares. Those seasons can feel confusing, lonely, and overwhelming. Those seasons don't destroy you, but they introduce you to you and show you what's on the inside of you. One ingredient of growth is pain, but that pain of growth prepares us for the places God has for us. Don't quit. I know it hurts, but on the other side of pain is purpose. All right, guys. And so with that, can you guys guess what we're going to be talking about today from the clip I'm going to play? Is he hitting you? Lisa? Hell no, my dear. No, Today, I have the honor and privilege to interview Shermonica Slaughter, and she is an advocate for domestic violence and mental health. Now, I will just read a little bit from her bio. Um, I don't want to take too much time into it because she's going to go into it a little bit further. Um, but Shermonica, like I said, is an advocate for domestic violence and mental health. Um, she has her master's in criminal justice, um, and she has started a nonprofit called Help Me Help You. And I just want to dig into that as we get through the show. But I want to welcome you, Shermonica. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful on this Saturday morning. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. Now, I I want to learn a lot about, you know, what it is that you do. And so I did want to ask, how long have you been an advocate for domestic violence and mental health? Well, I'm an 11-year survivor of domestic violence, but I really did not get into sharing my story. I would share it here and there, but I kind of would run away from it. So it wasn't until like 2018 that it was prophesied to me 
from someone who I hadn't spoke to in years. She prophesied all this to me, the nonprofit, without be doing everything that she said God had showed her. So around 2018, well, I, I'm sorry, I kind of ran from it for a little bit. I won't lie to you. So I really didn't start to like 2019 with really truly getting out there and sharing my story and getting the nonprofit started and everything. So it's just been a few uh, a few years or so but it's been a great few years and I'm glad that I, I took heed to what she said and everything that's that's happening now in my life oh wow and so I know it is something that you went through and it's not something that you expected um you know to start and have this passion for um so what was the process like as far as you know listening to you know someone tell you hey this is destined for you to be an advocate and you're like "Mm, I don't know kind of running from it so what was that voice in your head or that moment to finally you know let you know that this is something that you need to actively pursue yes well my family first off they were against me even sharing my story because, you know, it was a generational pattern for the women in my family. You know, they are being abusive men or some that still are. And so that was the kind of like a fear, like, no, don't, I didn't want to make my family mad. And so as I was running from it, people kept coming to me. They kept bringing their story to me or opportunities kept coming for me to share mine. And I just had to sit down and say, okay, God, if this is what you want me to do, you're going to have to show me exactly how you need me to do it. And he did. And so I once I got over that fear, because it was not only just fear of my family, but, you know, my daughter I, um, it's her father who I'm speaking of. And I didn't want to do anything to taint her image of him because she was just a baby when everything happened. So she knows some of the stuff. She doesn't know everything. And that's why whenever I do share my story, I never say his name. You know, I have been on shows like that before. They were like, tell us his name so we can look him up. But, but I don't ever want to do anything to you know, tarnish their relationship that they have. So I never say his name. You know, I only just share what happened. And of course he was against it, <laughs> but it doesn't really matter what he said because I was doing what God told me to do. But it was just most of that. And I, once I made that decision to go forth with it, it's, it's been amazing. I've met some wonderful people on this journey, amazing women. And I'm hoping to maybe one day work with men because it's not only for women because men are also victims too, but it's really hard for a man to come forth. I'm glad that you brought that up, but I definitely want to say that that is amazing because it takes a lot of courage because you not only have to think about you and what you've been through, you have to think about the other people that it's going to affect, but I am, you know, religious. And so I know it's like, once you get that calling from God, it's definitely something where you can run from it for, for a little bit, but it ultimately that is what God has planned for you so just for you to still keep that in the back of your head and still deal with you know any type of negative comments or just not even having the encouragement to you know go after that so I definitely definitely want to commend you for that it can it can be a tough battle so I, I understand um But you did bring up something um, important that this is not something that only happens to um, women, but this is something that happens to men. And so with you being an advocate um, for domestic violence and mental health, what are some ways you're able to 
not necessarily market, but kind of encourage and draw men to either share their stories or just try to work on themselves to be a better person? Well, it, it's the same way I put out there for women, but I always make sure to include men. Many interviews I've done, I don't ever just say, well, it's just all women, even though the majority of domestic violence cases are women, and it's a small amount for men. I make sure that whenever I, you know, put things out there or say things, I always mention men you're welcome as well i would love to help you i would love to work with you as well and a lot of people just don't believe that men can be victims of domestic violence i know we see in the the headlines now you know with the johnny depp case a lot of people did not believe him when she was saying all those things about him and in the end he was white he was a victim of domestic violence and he's a man she was hitting him and you have a lot of women out there like that that fight men and you know you have men that was brought up not to hit women and they just you know they just move on to the next relationship but you were a victim of domestic violence especially if you never put your hands back on her and she was constantly hitting you you know down belittling you oh my i got tongue tied i'm sorry (laughs) but it's, it's a lot of different aspects of it so i always make sure that I, I cater to men as well, too. Now, unfortunately, I have not worked with with any type of male, but I'm going to keep speaking that that door will open, that they will share their journey as well one day. Yes, I love it. I love it. And it's, it's really, you being an advocate for domestic violence and mental health, these are two things in which, and you mentioned it earlier, that our community we don't really like to speak on it that's something that's just the unspoken thing and it's just really a taboo as far as working on your mental health so why do you feel mental health is so important oh it it really ties back the majority of people that are in abusive relationships they have come from some sort of dysfunction Um, growing up you know I can speak for myself I was sexually abused as a child I was physically and mentally and emotionally abused as a child as well so it was all that I had ever seen and known and so you know I've been in some some pretty decent relationships and to me back then because I was broken they were boring oh we're not fighting you're not this you're not that because that, that was all I was used to So mental health plays a major part in it because if you're a healed, whole, one content woman and you know who you are, you're never gonna settle for anything like that. And see, I, that's how I'm raising my daughters now. Like everything that happened to me, it stops with me. Like my daughters will not be victims of domestic violence because they're gonna know their worth. They're gonna know who they are. All my kids have been in therapy. And if they want to continue with, I'm fine with it because I'm in therapy. And everything, it's a big help. I want them to know who they are. And so the first sign that they see of any type of, any type of abuse, you're going to get out of there because you know your worth. And I always say, if God wouldn't treat you that way, then why would you let someone else treat you that way? That's like a huge model that I live by. And that's not only for relationships, it's friendships, anything in general. Oh, that is a big one. And I love the fact that you are, you know, allowing them to go to therapy, express themselves just to build them up, Um, especially, you know, your daughter, because that I've been to therapy. Now I know with therapy, it's like, that's such a word, a taboo word. And people are like, "Mm -hmm, I'm not trying to express myself. I don't even tell these people my business. They don't know me. Are they going to judge me? And so I've actually had the experience where 
I went to therapy for the first time and I did not necessarily like that therapist I didn't think we aligned it it just was not the right fit and so and that's okay it happens I've been through four therapists uh, my, I thank God I have a good one now that I'm a matter of fact I have an appointment when me and you get done <laughs> we do um, I have a therapy appointment today but it's all about finding the right one for you you know, I've been, I've just, I've been some where they judge me. I've been some where it just, it was no connection. You just have to keep going. If you're serious about really getting the healing and the growth that you need, you know, you'll keep going because the right therapist, you know, he or she, they will come along. And so, you know, um, I hate that you, you know, your first experience of it was, and that, you know, it's funny. That's how my first experience was. I would be talking to her and telling her all my traumatic details and she would just be like, Oh, well, how did that make you feel? That's all she would say. <laughs> I just told you that I was sexually attacked when I was seven. How do you think it made me feel? And so it was, just, it was, it, it was like that. So I, I ended up spending four weeks there, and I was like, Lord, I can't get my money back. But I, <laughs> I eventually, I moved on to someone else. So you know, if you're really serious about it, just, just keep going with it. The right one is out there for you. Because I was one of those people. Black people don't go to therapy. We do not go to therapy. And now look at me. I advocate all the time. Please go. Please go to therapy. And I love that you said that as far as, you know, keep going until you find that right person. Because I think now with our culture, it's like once we finally make that big hurdle of finally wanting to go see a therapist and, you know, work on ourselves, and we hit that first roadblock of me and you experienced it not having you know the best therapist and most people would stop after that and like nope it wasn't meant for me to do this and so I'm glad that you know you did share that advice of just keep trying because eventually if you're not talking these things out you're not you know getting it out we can journal all day but we have to find those practices and things that are going to help us better ourselves in the future. So I definitely advocate for therapy and it's definitely something that's going to work for people that may, you know, have experienced traumatic things. So I, I definitely want to say thank you for sharing your piece on that. Right. And so well, congratulations on finding your therapy. Like I'm, I'm glad you continue with it until you found the right one. So congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. And so I do want to kind of segue a little bit um, just from a business standpoint. Um, as far as your nonprofit, Help Me Help You, what was the process like in starting that nonprofit? Oh, wow. So it was prophesied to me. The lady who told me about it, she, she gave me the name and everything. She was like, she had a vision about it. She saw she saw the name on the door, which means like, I'm gonna have a building one day because <laughs> right now I, I work out of my home with it. But she just gave me the name and everything. So basically it centers around therapy. You know, that's like the big portion of my nonprofit. You know, I, I have, thank God, I have connected with a lot of great people over the, the 11 years of me being a survivor. So I know where I can send you if you're trying to find a job. And I know where I can send you if you're trying to find a place to stay. But therapy is the main part because you can get all of that. But if you don't, you know, heal and change your mindset, you're just going to end up going back to your abuser or you're going to invite somebody else into your life. So with therapy and healing, I'm showing you how to change your mindset and you're getting the healing that you need and basically showing that it is life after domestic violence. Now, you know, 
Um, it's, it's, I have women that I speak with that has not came through my nonprofit, and I'm okay with that because sometimes you just need someone to talk to. But when you're ready to leave, you know what I'm saying, you, you'll go. Because I went back to my abuser like five, six times before I was just really, you know, it had to take him almost killing me and ending my life for me to really seriously get away from him. And so that's pretty much, so I never turn anyone away. If you're not ready and you just want to talk, I'm fine with that. But when you are ready, that's like the basis of you have to go through therapy. You have to get the healing that you need so you can have, so you can see that it's life after domestic violence. Wow, that is so beautiful. I know I haven't, you know, personally experienced that, but I know that is such a a big thing. And, you know, people are scared to come forward or people don't want to be, you know, frowned upon for having to go through this they don't want to feel embarrassed and so I like that you have pretty much like I I would say like an open door policy where you're not forcing them to you know make that change for them because ultimately it's their decision but I do like that it's not just about let's let's get you out of this because that that can only work temporarily you know eventually you're you're your mind is set on what you've been through for how many you know months years whatever the case may be and so I definitely want to commend you for that and even with you going through that you know how are you able to find the balance of I know you you've done your work but how are you able to find the balance of helping these women you know pouring into these women but still focusing on you and your growth as a woman Um, Well, it was very hard at first because I didn't know how to dump it out because I was just taking on everybody's stuff and just trying to be strong, but I never was centering myself or recharging. So now, you know, when I help someone or even after I do a show, I always tend to, I take a day and I get back in God's presence and allow him to recharge me and renew me and restore me because it's a lot when you're implementing out and when people are, you know, dumping things into you. So I've learned to take that time for myself just to be in his presence and just allow him to do what he needs to do. So the next time I'm ready and I'm stronger and, and, and I can do it a whole lot better because I wasn't doing that at first and I was so exhausted mentally and I was like what's going on things from my past were coming up and that's when you know God was like you're not healed from a lot of things before you can help these women so for 2021 he had me sit down the whole year I didn't do my podcast I didn't do any shows I didn't do anything at all he was like you need to heal you need to, I mean, because where I'm going to take you, you're going to have to be ready for the people that you're going to, you know, because I don't look like a normal, I guess you could say domestic, but I have locks, I got tattoos, I have all that. So he was like, you know, you're going to have to be ready for whatever backlash may come because they have a persona of this, you know, this clean cut person. He was like, no, you're going to be raw and real and gritty and like, hey, yeah, I got tattoos, I got a sleeve, I got this, I got that, but you're going to help so many people. So that whole year, Like, I didn't do anything. And it was so hard, but I had to be obedient to what he told me to do. And I got the healing that I needed. So once 2022 came in, I was like, okay, God, can I do a show now? (laughs) Can I do a show? (laughs) And he was like, yeah, you can. So it's just been, it's been amazing. Oh, man. I... That is so crazy because you're saying, you know, 2021 was that time for 
God to sit you down. And I feel like we kind of went through the same thing a little bit because, you know, with my podcast, I, it's so crazy. My last season, I had all these episodes recorded, had these interviews. And like I said earlier in the call, like, you know, just a lot of personal stuff was going on. And, you know, people were like, where are these episodes? And I'm like, right now, honestly, I I don't feel like I can do it. Like, I need to sit and work on myself, go through, you know, what I'm going through, get through it. I can't sit here and try to encourage people like this is this is not the right time. And, you know, eventually it was a couple of times where I tried to start it back up. And then I was like, no, I'm, I'm not. I can't. Not, yeah, not you yet. will feel it. You, you will know. <laughs> and I think that you was feeling like. No, it's just not the right time. Because you will know when it is. And so yes. I'm glad you were obedient as well. Yes, but 2022 is our year and you've yeah. been doing great things. And I wanted to dive into your podcast, My Journey Within. So could you tell the listeners a little bit of, about your podcast? Yes, well, I started the first day that my job, that I lost my job. It was in um, 2020, right when the pandemic hit. And it was like, oh, you know, everyone's saying you're going to be out for two weeks. And and the two weeks turned into four and six. And I was like, and then my son, um, he started having seizures in 2020. So I couldn't go back to work because he was having them just, and he would stay, you know, stay being in the hospital. And I was like, okay, what can I do? And I had already been listening to podcasts for maybe about three, four months. And the Holy Spirit was like, you can do that. And I was like, I do what? And he was like, you can do a podcast. And I was like, what would I talk about on here? And I was listening to The Breakfast Club. Jennifer Lewis was on there. And she was talking about her book. And she was like, you know, I had to go inside. She was like, you know, I had to take the journey within. And it just like jumped out of my spirit. And I was like, my journey within. And so, like, that's what I named him. And I have a quote that I say on there, and it's love yourself enough so that when love shows up, it won't be a stranger to you. And I just began to write down all the things I've been through. I'm a single woman. I'm a single mother. You know, I've, um, you know, survivor of domestic violence, um, suicidal. You know, I had three suicide attempts. I used to be a cutter. Uh, I used to cut myself my younger days. I've been to a mental hospital. I just began to just share all my things that I've been through on there. And it was just coming out. And it's been received very well. And I was really shocked by that because I was like, I'm so open and raw because I share the honest truth of whatever I go through on there, whatever I've been through, whatever God has helped me with. So it's been it's been good and right now i'm on another break which is so funny because <laughs> i just did my last episode and it was called the summer of growth so me and my children for this summer we're just going to be working on ourselves we're going to the gym we're just doing family things and teach my son how to drive um teaching them how to cook and so i'll be back in august so we're just taking this whole summer off to spend with them Yes, I I love it. And you. you know, you. it's so crazy because I have the conversation with a lot of my peers now and it's, you know, a couple people want to start either it's a podcast or a YouTube video or whatever the case may be, something creative with the media. And so it's always that thing of they'll ask me first. Well, how did you start this? And I'm like, necessarily, it wasn't something that I, I wanted to start. You yeah. know, of course, you know, 
we have ideas of stuff that we want to do but of course you know getting that confirmation from god this was like okay this is something that i can do this is something that i enjoy but you know we have all of these podcasts and some is entertainment gossip some are business things and it it just it's crazy because we expected to start off something so small or not be received so openly and once we finally sit in it we create these episodes and we just really share and just open our hearts it's so amazing to see you know the the love that we're getting the reviews that we're getting you know hearing stories from women or or men saying you know I listened to your podcast and this really helped me and I didn't know this and it's it's just so crazy because we we don't take the time to give ourselves the kudos and the props for what we do so I want to take a little little mini break here and so everything that you've you know you've been through your journey to getting here I just want you to give yourself some praise and just kind of acknowledge some of the things that you have been able to accomplish. Um, well, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, well, um, the first, my biggest thing that I got my master's degree last year and um, I got a minor in human resource management and it took everything up in me because I did not graduate high school. I dropped out of school in the ninth grade. And for me to go on, you know, growing up in poverty the way I did and all the abuse I endured to finish school and get my master's degree, um, raising three children on my own by myself. And my son is a senior this year, so he will be graduating next year <laughs> of just everything that he endured with the seizures and, and everything. Like, I'm so proud of him. And I'm proud of my daughters as well for just, you know, being respectful young women even though they didn't know don't have fathers in their lives i have to you know in central be both parents but i'm just i'm grateful for you know where my podcast is going i'm ready to get back out in front of people with speaking (laughs) i had really i was really doing that for COVID yet but i overall i'm just glad of where god has brought me from because i was a broken miserable bitter woman you know just had the victim mentality and when I took accountability for my life and the things that I allowed in there God just swung the door open for me so I'm just grateful every day that coming from that I didn't even used to want to wake up I wanted to die all the time so now I'm up and my children always ask you're just so happy every morning when you wake up and I was like when you (laughs) came from where I come from when you didn't even want to get up you thank God every day you get to open your eyes and, and see a new day because that means he still got a lot for me to do here because I'm not on the ground somewhere. I'm still here. Yes, I love that. Thank and you. so, woo, 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 to all of your accomplishments, I think it, that is amazing. And just for you to be able to share your story, I know, like you said in the beginning, that was a fear that you had. And just to see where you were then from now. I know that it's truly like you just sit back and reflect like, wow, like, thank you, God. So I I just wanted to have that moment for you to share because we're always so busy, worried about one thing to the next. And it's like, let me let me take this moment and just just praise myself. So it's just amazing to hear everything that, you know, that you 
are still working on things that you've accomplished and this is only the beginning and so I know we only have a short time to you know listen to your journey but that's what we have your podcast for my journey within and just your nonprofit help me help you and so you know people are going to still want to know more about your organization they are going to want to listen to your podcast and anything else that you may have coming up so um just let the people know where they can find you on social media as far as your um podcast and you know any place they can get any information about you well thank you thank you thank you first off thank you so much for having me on here and your voice is so soothing it was just like (laughs) Ooh, like you could really you could you could really put someone to sleep it's very soothing very soothing but um I thank you once again for having me on and I was on Instagram TikTok and Twitter at my underscore journey underscore within podcast um you can reach me on any one of those platforms my inboxes are open please feel free to reach out you know I never turn anyone away sometimes you just may need someone to talk to um, I'm currently writing my book, so be you know be looking for that. And I also got a couple of journal ideas in the work. I'm allowing Holy Spirit to lead me, so just be looking out for those as well. And so uh, that's me, because I'm pretty much going to be since my son is a senior now. I'm going to be crying every day that he <laughs> is a senior, <laughs> and I'm going to be just so excited for him because I didn't get a chance to go through all that. So. I would just be uploading everything and I'm going to be the loudest parent there when he graduates. So (laughs) get ready for that. But that's pretty much what I have going on with coming up. Yes, I love it. And I wish you nothing but continued success um, for you and your family. Big accomplishments are coming and that's just amazing. It's a beautiful year. So I'm excited to see you know, everything that you're coming out. I'm ready for this book because I will definitely want to read that. Um, But I definitely want to say just thank you. Thank you so much for just coming on my show and just sharing your journey, sharing your testimony and just inspiring. I know this is going to be a very good episode and everyone that's listening, they're going to take some gems from it.